Everyone, welcome to Crossroads, the PlayStation Podcast for Crossroads Games. I am LeBron Dawkins, and Team Crossroads is here to talk more things PlayStation and gaming for this week. So let's get at it. Here with me tonight to press that share button is the PlayStation Doctor himself, Austin Campbell. What's up, dude? Hey, what's going on? You ready for uh, ready for another another uh, show? Just me and you. <laughs> wow! Wow! The digs, the, the dig. I swear! I swear! Well, just just in case, let's get it out the way before 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 shit hits the fan. In the house of us, in the house of us, is no stranger to Team Crossroads. He was the very he was on the very first show with us, and he was and he's a ride or die here. Our very good friend and honorary stationary himself, Logan Corkins. Welcome back, man. I mean, tell me you missed me without telling me you missed me, Austin. I mean, come on, man. I have no respect for my elders. No respect. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, geez. And I, I wonder what you say behind behind my back about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that, that's Austin's thing. Is he'd rather just say it's directly in front of you. Oh, you, I that's, respect that. That's then. just Austin. Oh, oh yeah, I, was just cool like that. I I have no issue. I have no issues with senior citizens. Once you get to that certain mm. age, it's like, we're all cool. We're all cool, mm. <laughs> dude. But Laron's got like twenty years on both of us, man. Come on, like I'm only like a little bit older. Laron's like AARP level older. Which which oh. thank you for reminding me. I I need to get I need to get signed up for that, <laughs> dude. What is it like getting discounts you- at five o'clock when you go into a restaurant? <laughs> I I don't get those yet. Uh, the only way I get those is if I show my my veterans ID card. That's the only way I get those. And typically, and typically, it only happens you know certain times of the year. <laughs> Wait, awesome! Do you have a jitterbug? Oh, do I have a what? Do you have a jitterbug? I don't even know what that is. What is that? <laughs> you don't know those old people phones where they got like the buds yeah. that are like this big and the phone that's like this big. <laughs> It's like no, a do, 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 no, you never no. see those commercials. What are you talking about? No, no, like no, you, like like my 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 knees and hips, my knees and hips function okay. I don't need that just yet, dude. What happens when you're at the gym though, and like your hips just go out? Like, dude, you need to get life alert for the. For this, we, we're caring about you, Laron. I'm just gonna lay on. I'm just gonna lay on the floor and hope someone like throws me in the hot tub or the sauna or something. I, that's all I'm gonna hey, do. That's how you want to die: is in the hot tub or the sauna. Okay. Good to know. It's, he wants to go out half. It's not bake. all bad. I heard the orgies are really great at the elderly. At the oh, dude, home, yeah. you know. oh man, like yeah. like, like apparently apparently anger, the man. apparently the rate of sexually trans transmitted infections like is like through the roof at like at like retirement homes and retirement facilities and stuff like that. Like. You can only play so much Bunko, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some point you got to play Bunko in the bedroom, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Guys, how have, have you been? How have you guys been? Good. Having uh, three months off was nice. Been good. Yeah, three months off, man. What have you been doing all, with, with all your spare time, man? Like, <sighs> Oh, dude. Should, should we be jealous? Should we be yeah, jealous? Yeah, you should be. Um, you should be a little bit. Um, yeah, I took three months off um, and no content. No, I mean, a little TikTok here and there, but that's about it. Uh, no, I, I did a lot of writing. I did a lot of reading. Um, started a new relationship with the most amazing girl in the world. So, you know, got to love that. And then, um, yeah, I just been working at my church and doing all that kind of good stuff. Cool, cool. Austin, how's, uh, how's your week been so far? Uh, it's, uh, it's been a wild ride. 
um, trying to keep the place together at work. Um, people are sick. All of the virus is going around. And for some reason, I'm the only one that's not getting it. So I'm holding everything together. And then they change our schedules, which is going to be great. And uh, uh, how, bad, yeah. how badly is the schedule changing? Mm, not that bad, but annoying. It's annoying, annoying enough to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet. Messing with my routine, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, speaking, be okay. Speaking of speaking of the pandemic, like, uh, like, like, let me just tell you, uh, like, folks, I don't know. People need people need to take better care of looking out for other people because uh, yeah. because usually usually every Wednesday like um like for my job like I have to attend a business meeting like it's a weekly thing usually happens Wednesday mornings and stuff like that um and yeah. uh and last weekend as we were getting prepared for the meeting last week uh it was brought to the attention that with the um with the rising you know like like uh like like COVID cases and stuff for the for the Omicron variant. Um, that you know, like it was put to a vote whether like we all want to do virtual or actually do the do the in person meeting, and um and it was and the polling looked like it was all going to go virtual for uh, for the next for the, for that for that meeting. So Tuesday night before our, you, Tuesday night actually after um after we wrapped Crossroads last week, like I just happened to check my texts and um apparently apparently the voting apparently we apparently the voting went skewed just like it did in georgia and florida because all of a sudden now it was like in person in person meetings and i was like fuck i was you like okay on those mail-in votes but the mail-in wow. votes yeah exactly wow. exactly <laughs> wow exactly so so like i get so i get my mind right to like go to the meeting in person and um and it was said it was said like well the, the place that we had the meeting at like there is more than enough room for us to spread out. Like I mean, like we could mm-hmm. we could all be in the room and be completely spread out. I mean that you know we're still in an enclosed space with someone that's potentially carrying the virus though. But you know, still you know, like we can we don't have to be like 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 shoulder to shoulder and, and hip to hip with people if we don't want to. So um, so Wednesday morning, so Wednesday morning, like I, I go I like like. Wednesdays is one of my workout days, and I usually work. You guys know I wake up early in the morning, do my workout, then I have to get ready, go to the go to the meeting stuff. Um, on my way to the meeting, okay. First of all, that was the coldest day last week. Like it was cold as shit last week. Um, and 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 excited want to rain. And if there's one thing, if there's one thing you guys need to know about me, I, I can deal with the cold. I can deal with the rain. I cannot deal with cold and rain at the same goddamn time. What's up, Logan? <laughs> Were your nipples able to cut glass? Yes. Yes. Okay. Just need a clarification yes. for the story. Yes. <laughs> so um so yeah, so so I'm driving there, like my my mood's already getting soured. And um and I, I get I get I get into traffic light, I'm stopped at the light, and somebody just tells me to look at my phone, um, and check messages and whatnot. Okay, so there's a text. There's a there's a text because I'm using my phones on night do not disturb mode until like eight forty five in the morning. Um there's a text saying that saying that hey, the location that we normally meet at is closed. Instead, we're gonna meet at we're gonna meet at IHOP and have a meeting there. And I I immediately I immediately in my head I was like this is a bad fucking idea. And I don't know why I didn't just be like, I don't know why I just didn't respond to text. And be like okay, I'm gonna go ahead and turn around and go home. So yeah, nothing screams cleanliness like IHOP. Yeah. So um, oh no 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 no. no. I mean I I think Waffle House is worse in my opinion. But yeah. <laughs> but um. 
so yeah so as, as far as cleanliness or food wise that's a, that's a, that's the thing Ooh, that's a good oh, question you know <laughs> same am i drunk or not that's the real question and yeah am i drunk or not yeah yeah so <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so I get to, so I get to the because the IHOP the IHOP that they, they that they audible to is like basically like like four minutes away from where we usually have our meeting at and stuff like that. So I so I pull up at the IHOP. Of course, the parking lot's fucking packed. Of mm-hmm. course, it's packed. Um, it is. I walk in. I walk in there and and like and like the one dining room that they're actually sitting everybody in. It's freaking packed. And and it's let me tell. It's the International House of Pancakes, not the International me, House of Parking Spaces. And let, let me just tell you, let me just tell you guys, like, 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 I don't, I don't usually get, I, I don't usually get bouts of anxiety, but man, my anxiety was through the roof sitting there. And you know, one of the sad part is, like, like more than half of our group that normally meets for the for the meetings that, every Wednesday, they weren't even there, so it was wasted. Mm. Our freaking time, mm. we're stuck. In, mm. we're stuck you know we're there and basically it turns into instead of being a business meeting you know to get shit done it winds up becoming a meet and greet slash breakfast and i'm like oh my god like my my mood was ruined the entire rest of the day like i can't did like you I, get you some uh nutella p- pancakes to make was, for you? no no did you get no, splashberry no. pancakes huh i didn't i didn't eat I, that's 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 honestly what? how well that was mistake honestly, number one right there that's why you were in a bad mood honestly, no, that's honestly how that's honestly how how wrapped up I was in the whole situation. The fact that I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't focus enough, you know, and, and be chill enough, you know, and you know, in a super spreader event to to, to actually eat. <laughs> like I drank one glass of water because I was not trying to have any more contact with anybody. <laughs> yeah. You ever been to IHOP with someone who gets the appetizer sampler? And oh, I have. Yeah. Why? Why the hell are they there? Why the hell are they there? Why are you there? Wait, what's wrong with the appetizers? Wait, there's, what's, there's what's nothing good there. Appetizers at a better place. Well, yeah, okay, that's that, that's true. That is true. That is true. But the appetizer sampler is not bad. I'm one of those people like I, I throw down on that. If there's if I go to a restaurant, and there's an appetizer sampler. I usually throw down on. That. Oh, but yeah, yeah, at other places. Fun. But is IHOP the one you really want to get that from? Like, yeah, well, same, yeah, reason, yeah. Like, I, same thing is like, why would you go to IHOP? I, I was there recently, and some lady was complaining because her steak wasn't a medium rare. Who goes to IHOP and gets a steak? I tell you what, people do all the time. It's like steak, it's like it's like it's like steak and eggs, like 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 a like a, a nationally uh, recognized breakfast, yeah. though. Yeah, I love steak and eggs. I get steak it. Eggs, at, but uh, yeah, but IHOP like though. At the, Come on, at the house diner, but I get it at the mom's diner. Exactly. Shout out to mom's diner, but no IHOP, not at IHOP. No. But see, yeah, okay, Leron, so, Leron, I don't know if you have him down there in uh you're in North Carolina, right? Uh, uh Virginia. Yeah, Virginia, my fault. Just um I don't know if you guys I mean I know Austin does Texas Roadhouse, man. Like that's yeah, where you Texas gotta get a steak. Road, oh, oh that, that's where you gotta get a steak. But Texas, Texas, Road, steak. Texas Roadhouse isn't open at eight forty five in the morning. <laughs> they will if you're fat. They don't have eggs. <laughs> <laughs> the only eggs they have there is uh, armadillo eggs and you don't want those. <laughs> Oh, are those like their uh, version of uh, jalapeno poppers? Those are good. Isn't that? Mm-hmm. I think that's what oh, they're they're, they're blooming yeah, onions. Well, they're, they're blooming onions. The shit too. I yeah, know that. Well, but the see, though compared onions, to Outback, though, it's like, and eh, not really. I you know what? I, I it's been a while since that Outback's blooming onion. Um, it's the Outback sauce that makes it. Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I've been to both Outback and Texas Roadhouse in the last year. 
Texas Roadhouse, way better Bloomin' Onion. Mm-hmm. Outbacks is always burnt. They always overcook it. Yeah. What's up with well, that? That's because you're going to the ones in Oklahoma. Well, it's called Outback, okay? They bring <laughs> Aust- Where you're here, you're Australian, okay? <laughs> that's their motto. Yeah, have you ever been that annoying guy who actually orders in an Australian accent and an Outback? Because we know I have. No, that's, no, yeah, no. That that no. That's how you. That's how you get someone spitting in your food. Oh, dude, yeah, they, it was the worst thing. experience I've ever had. That's why I was doing it. Um, that's why you were ordering an Australian. Accent. No, like you were I didn't dude? start with it. Like. The appetizer was terrible, so my friend's like, hey, you should mess with them by doing this. And so I did. And didn't end well. Oh, man, how oh, did man. that go? What does it sound like? Dude, it's, it's terrible. Croquet. Oh, God. Oh, God. You, oh, God. you know, It's no, bad. No, and I know no, it's bad. No. I hope they spat in your food. <laughs> they, they probably did. It was honestly, have you ever seen Waiting? It was probably like that scene in Waiting, you know, yeah. where they added oh, some geez. Parmesan cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think I'll. Any, <laughs> I'm the glad that on guard they bring the cheese out to you because if they asked if I want cheese on all my stuff, I'd be like, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see you. Let me see you uh, cut that cheese real quick. <laughs> all right, everyone. This is Crossroads, the PlayStation podcast of Boss vs. Games. Every week we come together to bring you the latest news, rumors, games, and general discussion in the world of PlayStation. Crossroads airs live on twitch.tv slash exodus803, Tuesday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you can't check out the show live, uh, head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of the, of the other podcast locations uh, to get our show. The recap of this show airs every following Wednesday night at 7 p.m. on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash excess803, as well as early Thursday mornings on youtube.com slash bossrushnetwork. If you want to see previous episodes of our show, all 64 episodes of Crossroads can be found on our parent website, bossrush.net. Uh, if you like the show, please consider subscribing to the podcast and giving us a follow on Twitch. And remember to share, rate, and review us wherever you check out the show. All right, fellas. I want to know what are what have we been playing this week? So, guys, uh, who wants to go first? What you been playing? Uh, what you what you playing, Logan? Go ahead. Uh, I'm doing a speed run through Horizon. Gonna beat it one more time before uh, Forbidden West. How and many then... how many times how many times have you uh, have you done this game now? This is the seventh, but this is a speed run. So today I did the first cauldron what? in ten minutes flat. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, flat. okay. So let's 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 look at something here. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn speed runs. What what's like your overall goal time of beating this game? Um, so the fastest I've beaten it before is thirty two hours. I'm gonna aim for twenty nine. Okay, I think I can do it. Okay, um, because okay, so I I feel like. So I'm seeing some speed. I'm seeing some speed times here. They're under. They're under an hour forty five. Yeah. Jeez. I and uh, I've watched a few so, to kind of oh, get like an idea. A, there's a there's a one hundred percent speed run in seven hours and six minutes. That's yeah. And see, and I'm trying to hundred percent it there too. Yeah, I'm hundred percenting it. And that's the that's the problem okay. is they okay. so many of those uh, side missions at the very beginning, they're trying to get you to use your focus right, and they're having mm-hmm. you clear a good. 
1000 feet before you actually reach the final objective. So it's like, gosh, I'm running around doing all this scan this. Okay. Now I'm going around. That's the annoying part. The, the fights I'm getting through in 30 seconds or eh, about 45 seconds. Typically like I've been getting better and better. Um, it helps that like my aim's gotten a lot better too, but um, I've never completed all three hunting lodges either. So that's the goal for this one is to beat all the hunting lodges and hundred percent them. Yeah. Okay, but then I'm also playing uh, Spider-Man as well. Are you going to get the platinum? You play what? I'm, I'm also playing Spider-Man. Um, doing uh, the, doing uh, another the, run through. The first one the, on yeah, PS5 or? Uh, doing a PS4. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing okay. the full uh, thing. on. But I'm also doing the DLCs to that too because I think that the Black Cat DLC is one of the most underrated pieces of DLC we've seen on PlayStation in like the last five years. I think it's absolutely genius. Uh-huh. Spirits, the, the, the story's so good. So. Yeah, like that oh. was probably the only good DLC. Tombstone yeah, the the, the Magia Wars it. weren't great. Yeah, yeah, but that Black Cat stuff. Black Cat stuff was and really that, good. It awoken it awoken many remem- memories. <laughs> Black Cat <thing laughs> uh, a lot of a lot of teenage <laughs> dreams of. Yeah, well, not really teenage dreams. Younger than that, probably. Jeez, I can't remember. Wow, you're sitting there after a long uh, session of VeggieTales, and who? Yeah, Black Cat. Not VeggieTales. I I never got into that. Fine, Bible Man. That way. I I I legit keep forgetting how you. I legit keep forgetting how young Austin is. Like, damn, like like shit. You're you're just barely past drinking age. (laughs) He's not that young. You're what twenty six. I will be 26, yes. Okay, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> you weak. We ch- hey, wait, hold on. He no longer has a register for selective service, at least. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, like they stop. Cheap, I'm getting they, cheaper auto insurance. Yeah, but are you selling <laughs> exactly. your parents' uh, health insurance, though? Wait, wait, I thought it was 27 to get cheaper auto insurance. Uh, no. No. No, I'm not on my parents' health insurance. I I got my own. Way a long time ago, my my, I forget you are more. All right, you're out. You got a job. You got your own health insurance. (laughs) Game over. Game over. Uh, Logan, anything else you you got going on as far Uh, as games? I haven't played. I haven't. Yeah, like I said, I haven't been on content like three months. Um, Forza Horizon Five and Halo Infinite. I'm always playing on uh, my Xbox. So those are the only only two games. Yep. All right, Austin. What what you been playing? Uh, I'm still playing Doom Eternal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm liking it, but I'm ready to be done with it. It's uh, it's really hard. <laughs> I don't have the patience for it anymore. I'm not good at games anymore. But I I'm decent at first person shooters, and I say decent because my friends are, or at least I'd say two of my friends are really good at first person shooters. It's like insane how good they are. And so, yeah. like, to me, I'm mediocre, but I'm not bad. But Doom Eternal is really just, like, eating my lunch in some places just because there's so many things you have to remember, which I think we talked about, Laurent. Did we talk about that last week? Because you played Doom Eternal, correct? Uh, I played a little bit of Doom Eternal. I didn't, I, I'm not going to say I'm an expert at this game. I'm not going to say I'm well-versed in the game. Well, I, I don't know if you remember just, like, how you get your armors, you have to use your flamethrower, and how yeah. you yeah get your health baggage, you have to do your finishers. And yeah, like, do your oh, finishers. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, why is there so much? Why is there so much depth to a first person shooter? You know, uh, it's like, 
It's like, yeah. I just, know, I'm, I just I'm all want for, a basic. Exactly. I'm all for reinventing yeah. the wheel, but damn, like, I feel, I honestly felt like it was manufactured difficulty. Yeah, yeah, it was. And I could tell that, like, which they add, like, the cheats and stuff, which I think help because, like, I was like, how do people beat this on hard and, like, expert? Which I know some people could straight up just do it. Yeah. But I guess there's, like, cheats you can get to get, like, infinite lives and all this stuff and, like, one-hit kills and, like, oh, I see, I see. I'm just trying to beat it. Right yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. And it's it's pretty it's pretty hard I mean, just on normal. So It's a it's a good looking it's a good looking game though, I will say that. Oh, I I've taken plenty of pictures. I can't wait to beat it so I can publish the pictures that I took. And uh I'm I I'm really liking it. Um there are some awesome moments in it that I just got to. I would say that I'm probably like 60, 70% the way through. I feel like I'm getting closer to the end. Uh but there's like some in, like just totally dumb in a boy's journal type of things like just the stupid stuff that they have doom guy doing is just insane yeah. um i won't spoil it but <laughs> it's just ridiculous just ridiculous stuff um and then i did play halo infinite this weekend uh with my buddy nick uh i drank some rum chata maybe a little too much rum chata and then uh, drink some, drink a couple beers, drink another cocktail. Before you know it, me and Nick were, were gone. We were playing Halo Infinite, and we had like this, uh, this you know, scale where we started out kind of good, and we got really good as we got pretty drunk, and then it escalated and went straight downhill from there. Ooh. Like we had a peak there, and then uh, <laughs> we were playing Fiesta. We were just laughing. We were just laughing the whole time. We could not kill anyone. It was terrible. My KD ratio went in the tank but we had a lot of fun regardless all right uh anything else man uh no that is it well um well uh, well i think you guys yeah well most of you guys have been listening to me like the last week and week or so like so you already know what i've been playing what i've been messing with uh i'm i've been i'm back on the mass effect legendary edition which which I hate to say it, it's probably going to take a small backseat because tonight at midnight, Monster Hunter Rise for PC hits. <laughs> so Here I'm, we go again. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Shepard, Garrus, and and Caden. I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys are going to have to. You guys got to go in the backseat for a little while. But uh, I know. I know you said you plan on playing Horizon on when February twenty second when it comes out. But I just have a feeling that. Monster Hunter, and be like, "Hey, how far did you get?" And you're like, "I'm still playing Monster Hunter. I'm playing the <laughs> Monster Hunter game. <laughs> I'm not playing." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but um, yeah. So I'm so I'm back on the Legendary Edition. I've actually been back on it for a while because uh, because I, mm-hmm. you know, like n- newsflash, I just I just moved recently, so like st- things are still aren't aren't like all together. So my PlayStation's right there, but it's not hooked up to anything because my TV's not mounted. And I and I refuse to be that guy that sits on the floor and plays his PlayStation like I'm in fucking college, like a college <laughs> sophomore or some shit. That's so much fun though. I still do it. Still do it to this Playing day. Playing on a 75 inch goddamn television <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> Ooh, look at me. <laughs> look at me ratchet and clank drifting into new riffs and stuff. Nah, screw all that. Dude. My 
my PC is my only viable gaming system that's hooked up to anything right now. So I'm taking I'm taking well full advantage of it because I feel like I feel like my PC gaming has gone by the wayside thanks to the PlayStation. So so I'm actually I'm actually enjoying my time uh, right now. Like all I'm doing right now, is, as far as Mass Effect is concerned, like I'm 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 still on the original Mass Effect because um because because uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition comes out and two weeks later Monster Hunter <laughs> Stories two on the Switch drops. So you know like priorities already shifted as soon as that game came out. So but uh, what I have been doing is I have been playing mods on on Mass Effect and oh my god like <laughs> like I've I, I'm I'm up to so much tomfoolery right now in Mass Effect. It's 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 insane. Um, uh, but the one thing I want to do because 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 the way you you guys remember how Mass Effect One was structured, like you actually had to play the game twice to get fully maxed out. Like there's a um there's an adjuster, there's a mod that adjusts it. So like as you naturally progress through the game in one playthrough, you wind up getting maxed out, and that's the and that's one okay. and that's one mod that I that I I can actually appreciate. Because um, even though yeah. even though Bioware and EA said that they they flexed it a little bit, you know they flexed it, you know, so you wouldn't have to work as hard in the Legendary Edition. You still have to do two playthroughs. Mm. And the other mm. any other big mod I put in is the one that 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 marks every active objective that you have going on on the galaxy map. Because uh, because I, anybody who's played Mass Effect knows that they wind up getting to the final mission and they right. look through their log. And there's like 17 different things they never completed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Josh yeah, I Finn's, heard you talk Finn's about that on the Boss Rush podcast. What's that? And, uh... Oh, go ahead, Logan. Oh, yeah. I said I, I think Josh Finney's been feeling the same thing. He just started Andromeda the other day. And I know it's yeah, not been his favorite. Yeah, yeah he just yeah, – well, he just Ooh. tweeted earlier that he, that he put it back down. <laughs> Smart decision, yeah. Josh. I'll say though, it, playing Andromeda after you play Mass Effect one through three is not. I think you need that space because when I played Andromeda, I was like, you know, it's it's not great and it's it's fine. But then when I went back to to Mass Effect two, which I think I jumped right into two that time, I was like, oh, I feel <laughs> yeah, Mass, I feel Mass Effect fitting. two. Mass Effect two is the yeah. experience for most people yeah. who are Mass Effect fans. It, two, you yeah. know. You know, and even um, though three is the best, I stand by it. I'm not gonna say uh, I, I, I'm I'm torn because I love three. I, I I I as much as I love two, I played three more, especially when you have all the DLC for three for Mass Effect three. You know, when you have all the DLC, mm-hmm. so you're doing so you're doing Omega, you're doing the Citadel, uh, you're doing the um, I forget what the name of what the name of the chapter is for when you get Javik the Prophean, which is like really early. Like I, yeah. I was shocked how early you can unlock that. Like you know, like it's basically mm-hmm. as soon as you leave Mars, you can you can unlock him. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny though. Everybody, you know, remembers how bad Cyberpunk was when it came out last year. People forget how bad Andromeda was and how glitchy it was when it first how glitchy came out. It was, too. Yeah, yeah, they they for, yeah they forget and, and and now like you know like you can just download like the game and like all the patches are already there yeah. and all that stuff and and it actually plays it actually plays fairly decent. It plays like it plays like a game they should have finished. But those of us who were on <laughs> day I, one, it was like wow. Oh just, my god, this is oh my rough. God. The main reason why I quit playing Andromeda because I, I was a day one I was a day one on PC 
the main reason why I quit it is because it wasn't even the fact that I was I was having a problem with the bugs and the glitches that were existing in the game. I think I only had one instance in my playthrough where I had one game breaking bug where I had to basically roll my save file and start completely, you know, start mm-hmm. over. Um, but um, but my problem was like when 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 Bioware got into hurry up mode and they were just trying to patch it as fast as possible. So it seemed like every time you turned the game on, there was a patch and the patch took yeah. like 15 fucking minutes to, to, to like load up. And it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was, it was killing my mood because like in the time that the patch is applying and stuff, like I was already finding other stuff to do. Like I was reading a book somewhere or I was, I was, or I started cleaning up the house or some shit and, you know, it, it killed my experience, you know, like, uh, so I, I think I only got halfway through the game before I ultimately quit. And now, and now everyone's like, please go back to play the game. Like, we'll appreciate it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure I will. I just need to get the – I just need to get it up, if that makes any sense, to yeah. to want to partake yeah. in it. <laughs> See, I know how you feel because, like, that was how I was with Avengers where I got to the final mission of, of Avengers and there was a glitch that wouldn't let me beat the game. I just put 30 hours into that campaign and nothing. It was yeah, frustrating. Mm-hmm. I had such yeah. high hopes for Avengers. Felt the same way playing a Ghost Recon Wildlands. Oh wow, and yeah. My that, friends yeah. kept playing it over and over again, and my game <laughs> saved. Broke oh, did you? Oh, did times. you hear the news? Did you hear the news? Um, four times. What what game is it? What game is? It? Oh, Battlefield. Steam is Steam is giving everybody refunds. For really, that was fast. Steam is getting Steam is getting. Well, um, I uh, oh, I uh, I was reading. If I, if it wasn't if it wasn't this morning, it was last night. Uh, but they're giving everybody refunds that you know they're asking for. What well, even if e- e- even those outside the fourteen days, and even if you played more than two hours of it, giving complete refunds because I think now the the, the user base is down to ten thousand players. Like every like everybody just dropped off. Yeah, you know. Um. Yeah. Can, can I bring up a side topic I for one second about, about that? I about that game back in. Hey, yeah, have, have you guys noticed that EA, in like the last three or four years, it feels like they rush everything? And I have a question to that. Is like, is that like Xbox trying to get all this content out from EA? Like EA just keeps rushing every little thing that they do. And then they have the issues, right? Like Jedi Fallen Order had issues as soon as it launched. Um mm-hmm. Apex still struggles with stuff occasionally when there's a big map download or there's something else. And then you go through Madden has always had terrible glitches right at launch. Online servers are never ready. Same with, um, uh, they don't do it. Yeah, they do. No, no, they don't do 2k. Um, but same with like FIFA and all that stuff. It's like, is EA kind of just like phoning it in Uh, when it comes to launches? They might be. I, I, I don't, I, you know, I've never, I've never claimed to understand like what what EA goes through with their processes for games and stuff like that. Right. But I feel like I feel like EA is doing a it, it, EA is EA is basically saying hold my beer whenever like Ubisoft <laughs> is saying oh we put a game out and it's incomplete. You know, I feel like, I feel like, I, feel like, I, feel like <laughs> I feel like I feel like EA is doing that right now, which makes me wonder when when Activision is going to start acting a fucking fool and doing that shit too. <laughs> But it's interesting though too. Uh, the mean, smaller Call studios that technically does that every year, but that's just part of the game. At this that's point, just, yeah, it's <laughs> just part of the game. If you yeah, if you don't real. work around whatever the bugs are, then you're just not playing the game right. <laughs> for real, for real. It's like San Diego Studios when they release him up the show. Like you know, you're not gonna be able to play online for the first month that that game's out. 
All right, yeah. Well, uh, that's 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 been it. For, that's been it for me. Like the new Monster Hunter game, like drops. You know, like as of right now, as of this recording right now, new Monster game, Monster Hunter game drops in less than three hours. So I'm 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 ready. I'm I'm well. I I'm not staying up late to play this game tonight. I'm not waiting for midnight. You know, the, the switch. Oh, but, uh, you say that and we're gonna see a tweet at midnight. <laughs> you don't know me like that. You don't know yeah, we do. Like yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Who do you who do you think I am? <laughs> I might create my character tonight before I go to bed. <laughs> exactly. You got to take the feet pics, man. You got to get it up for your OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, I need to. I need to. I need to strike up. I need. Okay, so my so my challenge to myself is I need to strike up the Switch version real fast. See how much time I put in, and then put out to make sure I get. I progress and actually progress faster than what I did on the Switch version <laughs> with the PC. Yeah, make version. sure you're Which... putting out faster, man. Just everyone oh, yeah. should take that oh, life lesson. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's everything we've been playing this past week. Uh, definitely hit us. Definitely hit us up. Let us know what you guys have been playing. Hit us up in our in our, our on Twitter in the chat. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, tw- uh, wow. <laughs> I forgot the at ps underscore crossroads. There we go. Wow, I was, about to, go. I was about to say I was about to spill all sorts of dirty secrets just now. Logan's <laughs> got you all flattered now. I mean, I know, I, I oh, know, man. I know. It's been it's been so long since I've seen his lovely face. Oh, by the way, Logan. By the Yo. way, Logan, you're Yo. looking good, man. You're looking good. Thank I know you. You've been hitting the gym and all that stuff. You're looking good right now. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, down a little bit of weight and check out first form, people. It's awesome. It's a great app. What is it called? First form. First form. Oh, Laurent, I have something for you. You would love this. So this is the pre-workout I've been taking. Uh, it's megawatt. Mega, megawatt. Uh-huh. Dude, 350 milligrams for every out, eight ounces. This stuff is life-changing. What? It's awesome. What? You do two scoops of this <laughs> and an eight ounce, man, you are having a great day. <laughs> oh. I may have to try it. I may have to try that. <laughs> like, I'm going to work out after we get done. And so I, I scoop some, and it's in the shaker right now. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm feeling good oh, right you, now. Oh, you, oh, you do nighttime workouts? Where do you, where do you go? Uh, so I go to this gym called The Foundation uh, here in Kansas City. Uh-huh. There's one over at Westport that's awesome. It's a, It's got three levels to it. It's a really small gym, but it's really, really cool. And so um, uh, they actually went viral not too long ago because we uh, – so, like, the mascots oh, yeah. are two dogs, two bulldogs, and they're they're in the gyms uh-huh. constantly. Like you're just doing cardio one day, and you'll just see Gus. He's a big old, a big old bulldog. He'll come around, and he'll uh, gu- like Gus will drop a dumbbell in front of you, and you have to do a couple reps. It's the funniest. Wait, like no, no, like Wait, no joke. Check, look up the found or look, uh, look up uh, the foundation, uh, mm-hmm. the foundation Liberty. I'll send you a link to it. But Gus okay. and uh, Gus and Mo, they are the two bulldogs that like we say they run the gym. They're mascots of the gym. Um, and, uh, dude, like they'll do cardio randomly with you occasionally. They're always oh, at the wow. gym hanging out. It's awesome. Oh, wow. All right. So, so Austin, when are you going to get on, on, on me, Stoy, Logan and Corey's level and start, and start hitting the weights? I, I work out at work. That's my job. <laughs> I, I sweat at my job. <laughs> Come on. It's gotta be teams. It's gotta be team swole from boss rush. Come on now. <laughs> no, no, no. If uh, you know, I lift, you know, I lift a hundred pounds, like repeatedly, in like nine degree current weather, even in the winter, because for some reason people leave the heater on, uh, in the winter because they get cold at night, but then it gets warm. It's it's a whole thing. 
It's a whole thing. Trust me. I get my workout in the day. I don't have time to do it at night. I got games to play. Okay, <laughs> I got games to play. <laughs> you know what? And on that note, <laughs> let's... <laughs> Here are here are this week's new and notable games for the week of January the tenth and sixteenth. <laughs> so I, I, I gotta start I gotta start this segment off by saying that new game releases haven't just gotten slow; they've downright ground to a halt. <laughs> but we're about to come to the busiest yeah. month in PlayStation. Like February I, is I, absolutely I, I, stacked. I know, I know, I know. My poor, my poor bank account, my my poor bank account can't take it. Can't t- and the sad part is, this is all PlayStation games. Like, I mean, like I looked at the roster, which, by the way, Austin, I think I, I think we have our first, our first, you know, big topic for Crossroads Plus. I, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about this year's lineup of games. We are. It's huge. <laughs> we're gonna talk about this year's lineup of games for PlayStation. All right, all right. So given given that that basically like it's a it's it's another it's it's another slow ass week. It's not the slowest week because last week, well, I don't know. This week this week is actually like in competition for last week as being the slow week here. Uh, there's only one noteworthy new release to talk about this week. But before we go before we do that, can we take a moment to celebrate the release of the new DLC for Far Cry Six, which is out right now? Yeah, <laughs> Far Cry Far. Far Cry 6 Pagan Control adds another twisted world for you to explore. Uh, the mind of Pagan Min is fractured and filled with many dangers, but you'll still want to make sure that you can explore every nook and cranny therein. Uh, season Pass owners are playing it right now. Go get it. Check it out. Far Cry 6. Uh, you, you know, anything Far Cry 6, you know, with Giancarlo Esposito, you know, like that's that already got awesome stamp of approval. That's right. That's right. And Peggy Min's a great character. Troy Baker. Troy Fantastic. Baker's coming back. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. So already released on 10th of January was a game called ZJ, The Ball Challenge 4C, which is on PS4. Um, and I don't – I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I actually can awesome. Take it away. Take, take it okay. away. Okay. So this company – does a lot of these games there's also a game called our church in halloween and there's like oh my or god halloween in church it has like 10 parts each part's like a dollar and they're really easy platinums and guess who bought every single one well this game right. be, this game be right up your alley too this game is 99 cents in the same company right same now. company makes this the same <laughs> people make this and they have another series and they're constantly putting out these like and i'm assuming that it's like ministry which cool i'm all down for but yeah yeah, according to this according to this the game's release is part of a break of of breakthrough gaming's bible video game sundays uh series (laughs) just maybe you know put them all together and make one game you know and then not flood the flood the playstation store because if you go to the playstation store and go buy new releases there's like zj the ball everywhere okay the ball and like another series which i'm forgetting the name of and then our church halloween and like it's a it's a man all right well so is the church of halloween just at like a skating rink and you know you have to leave room for the holy spirit it's 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 actually like wow it's like an rpg type of game and it kind of looks like a it kind of looks like pokemon where it's like top down it's black and white but 
I don't really You're know. Make I haven't play played them thing, yet, you? but I did buy them because... Yo, oh yeah, I will play because it's easy platforms, but uh, <laughs> I already bought them. I just haven't gotten a chance to get around to them. Oh, those bulldogs look so cute. Yeah. I just saw Logan's picture. Those bulldogs oh. look so cute. Yeah. <laughs> They're the cutest things in the world. All right, all right. Is on... it cute, cuter than the uh, Punk Satani Dr. Phil that I put in the chat last week? <laughs> on the 13th of January, we have a game called <laughs> Battle Brothers, <laughs> which is a turn-based tactical RPG that has you leading a mercenary company in a gritty, low-powered medieval fantasy world. You decide where to go, whom to hire, or, or to fight, what contracts to take, and how to train and equip your men in a procedurally generated open-world campaign. Do you have what it takes to lead them through bloody battles and to victory? Look at that but, price tag. Uh, actually, actually, no, no, no. That is not the correct price tag. I just, okay. I just didn't edit it. Yeah, like uh, Battle Brothers is out on PS5 and PS4, and I could not find the actual listing of it, the proper listing of it. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, like, wow. I say it's a price. I, I Okay, so guys, wh which of this week's releases has you most excited? <laughs> Um, you know, honestly, Battle Brothers doesn't sound too bad, except mm -hmm. that it's the most generic name I've ever heard in my life. That's that's kind of like the downside of it. Um, ZJ the Ball Challenge, though, $1, an easy platinum, uh, a good Bible story, hopefully, is involved. Um, it could be the one where the woman drives a, a nail uh, through a guy's temple. That'd be cool. Uh, maybe it's that story. Yeah, you ever heard of the Deborah? She like nailed the tent spike through a dude's head. That was that was in the Bible. It's a good no. story. No. Yeah. No, I need the to, Old I need Testament to actually, is full I, some great stuff. I need to actually, I need yeah. to actually sit down. I need to actually sit down. Like I, I, I have, I have like a um, a, K, a KJV version of the Bible, and I that's the best myself, version. I'm going to. I, I tell myself that I'm going to one of these days sit down and just read it from front to back. You know. You know, I'll tell you all the good stories. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. We we, we can talk about that. Like, wait, wait. You wait, you were the guy, you were the guy that got you were the guy that got platinum on the Bible game, weren't you? Yeah. I if there was a platinum for the Bible game, I definitely would have gotten it because <laughs> that was on PS2. That was before trophies. Oh, that was before trophies. Okay, I thought. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. But trust right. me, I would have grinded years and years for that platinum. <laughs> I definitely would have got that thing. <laughs> All right, now I haven't played Far Cry Six, but have either of you guys? Yes. No, but I think I'm getting it for my birthday. I think. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Hey, if you don't get it from your wife, let me know. I got you. I def I definitely said, hey, it's on sale for <laughs> twenty five bucks on Amazon. When was wink, this? Wink. When was this? Uh, actually, this last weekend. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wink. Just, hey. Now, here's you, the thing. It, it could be you, a conflict I, of interest. I, because... I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you winked in the bedroom. Come on, man. <sighs> well, whoa, 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 whoa. With John whoa. Esposito being in Far Cry 6, it, it could get confusing. <laughs> I don't you yeah. know who I might be winking yeah, who's, at. Who's he winking at, yeah. Mexican daddy or, you know. 
Uh... <laughs> All right. Well, that's Story number one. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> man, it man, it, it, it it's awesome having you back, Logan. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Our our first story for the night. Uh Naughty Dog has multiple projects in production for both PS4 and PS5. All right, so this news comes to us uh, straight from Corey Durig via BossRush.net as well as Sammy Barker at PushSquare.com. All right, so during CES uh, this past week, the director for The Last of Us and the newly appointed co-president of Naughty Dog, Mr. Neil Druckmann himself, came out during Sony's keynote to discuss his involvement in PlayStation Productions, Sony Pictures, and the Uncharted movie. <clears throat> Though it was more of a promotional stunt than revealing any tangible information, Druckmann did express a lot of enthusiasm for, for Naughty Dog's uh, properties hitting the big and small screen, including HBO's The Last of Us TV series, which I can't wait for. <laughs> in which in which he has co-written and is heavily involved in. Uh, Druckmann closed out his segment by revealing that the studio is working on multiple projects for PlayStation, stating, in his own words, we're dying to share with you the multiple game projects that we have in works at Naughty Dog. Uh, so we already know that Naughty Dog is working on Factions, um, and which is a standalone multiplayer component for The Last of Us Part Two, as well as the heavily rumored remake of the first game, which is still just a rumor. Like there's been no, there's been nothing pointing to it, even though no matter no matter how many disgruntled Sonny Bend employees say it's happening. <laughs> Uh, but we've got we've also got the re-release of Uncharted Four: Thieves End in the Lo and Lost Legacy also coming out, uh, which is being handled by the studio uh, with intermittent releases for both games on January twenty fifth. So uh, <coughs> there is that. So um, so here's a uh, here's a question for you guys: uh, What would you like to see from Naughty Dog in the future? Less Last of Us. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I like The Last of Us, but come on, I. It's a little much. Uh, I'm looking forward to Last of Us Factions because Last of Us multiplayer was actually pretty good on the first mm -hmm. one, and I would love to see. And I liked Uncharted 4's multiplayer a lot uh, before uh, the, the rooms got really small, and the only ones that were still playing it were people who were really, really good at the game. But, um, yeah, I I would love to see Naughty Dog do something else at this point. I don't really want to see him do Uncharted. I don't want to see them do Last of Us. I want him to do. I, what I else feel they like. Got? I feel like. I feel like in both in regards to both Uncharted and The Last of Us, I feel like they were already moving on from it. But you know, like Sony just wanted one more. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I've honestly we have to blame Sony on this. I think they're the ones that are constantly wanting more. I think Neil Druckmann probably did want to do Last of Us Part Two. But yeah. I don't think he would want to do anything more after oh. this unless he was obliged to. And then, of course, like always, like Pixar, they didn't want to do Toy Story 3. And they said they would never do a Toy Story 3 unless they had a good idea. Well, they came up with a good idea. You know and what? they said they would never do Toy Story 4 unless they had a good story. And then they made Toy Story 4 without a good story. Exactly. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> awesome. With the mic drop. Awesome. Um, okay, well, I guess I guess that leads. I guess what you just said, your words are leading to our next question, which is: uh, Do you want more Uncharted or Last of Us, or would you like to see a new IP? At this point, 
I would honestly like to see, for me, I would honestly like to see a new IP. I know Naughty Dog has the chops to like create a whole yeah. new world from the ground up and just like set us loose on it and, you know, turn us into raving, crying lunatics about it, you know. Uh, but I will say this if they want to keep Uncharted going, like, definitely do more in the vein of Lost Legacy, where it's yeah. side yeah. stories with, uh, with other characters in the universe. I would love to see, I would love to see, like, like you know, like how some of like the, the villains came to power in like the previous uncharted yeah. games you know because uh things have been spoken about like you know like drake and sully had entanglements with some of these other characters you know when they were small time before they became like criminals you know and out and, and outlaws and stuff like that so um if if we're gonna keep uncharted going definitely pull away from definitely pull away from 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 drake sully and elena and and go yeah. the and, and go the route of some of the other characters that you know have like some really good like notoriety in the series Hundred percent agree there. Cutter I... game. Sure. Wait, wait, what? Give me a game with cutter. I just want cutter. <laughs> give me, give me. Oh man, I a love story it. where Cutter and Lazarevich actually worked together at one point. And it was two bald dudes just I, wrecking, man. and I, they split and go their separate ways. Man, I remember in Uncharted no three. The, remember Uncharted three, the bar fight scene where. <laughs> <laughs> where Cutter was like whooping Nate's ass in, and he was like you didn't have to go so hard on me and he was like I was trying to sell it <laughs> so it's it, there's there's a couple of routes you could go if you're Naughty Dog right um, I mean obviously I, I think that they're going to be tempted because of the Uncharted movie and Tom Holland playing Nathan Drake they're going to get tempted to say hey let's do a younger Nathan Drake story let's do something like that right it's already been done but we could do another version of it right because the yeah. hype around Tom Holland, there's there's two things I would like to see him do. Um, you know, Sony's been very outspoken that they have a really great relationship with Marvel. So could Naughty Dog take a part of that? They're already trying to get as many studios yeah. involved as they could. I'd love to see Naughty Dog take on. You know, if you, if if it's Naughty Dog, you know, it has to be something that's a little bit more story driven than anything else. And I think that you could tell a really interesting Captain America Winter Soldier video game story out of it um you could do i mean honestly you could do it all with cap back in the 60s back in the 70s whatever it was or back in the early uh days of captain america doing those missions where bucky is just bucky not winter soldier you could do a whole lot of that you could do a lot of different cool things with that um the other thing too is naughty dog did create a, a uh, game years and years ago and that got recently got revived and they could go back and make another crash bandicoot game because Crash is back. Um, the last Crash did really good sales, and I mean, Sony's always going to want something there. So Naughty Dog made uh, Crash Bandicoot 3, Warped. Be cool to see them maybe go back into that uh, genre again as well. Yeah. Yeah. The um, problem is Activision owns it. So right. True. Yeah. That'd be yeah. the only way. It's not, yeah, a, I mean, it's not a Sony I mean, exclusive I mean, I mean this, Dexter's still available. I was about to say that. I was about to say, like, the safe route would be Jack and Daxter. Yeah. Jack and Daxter would be cool. I'm, now I'm starting to think of what a third-person Marvel shooter could be like if they want to stay in the same vein. You could do like a Punisher third-person. I was just about to say. I was just really say dark. Punisher, make a Blade game. Yeah, that would actually be really cool. And you could stay. You know, Night Dog could be dark and 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 yeah. whatever they want to be. It'd be. Hmm. Yeah, for real. Um, last question. L last last question. Um, do. Do you do you guys think that Naughty Dog is just the powerhouse studio at Sony currently, or 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 someone no. else holding that mantle? 
Um, I think Santa Monica is. Santa I mean, Monica? Okay. I think, okay. I think, I think Santa Monica, um, you look at the sales of God of War, it was off the charts. Mm-hmm. God of War Ragnarok has is arguably the most hyped game of the year. It's like Sony's going to be in the game of the year conversation, no matter which one of their heavy hitters it is this year. From Gorilla, Forbidden West, we know Forbidden West is going to be good. And it's really cool, though, too, because, you know, right now we're seeing this huge uh, resurgence of people going back and playing Zero Dawn and realizing that Gorilla made a masterpiece of that game, getting ready for the second one. I think Gorilla and I think Santa Monica are both in there where it's like they both have made games recently that just hit every mark. I think a lot of people don't feel that way with The Last of Us Part 2. I thought that was a miss. And I honestly thought the last um, Uncharted game was kind of a miss, too. So Uncharted 4? First, yeah. Yeah, Uncharted 4. I, 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 think, I think Santa Monica just a little bit over Gorilla, but I think Gorilla is getting up there, too. Mm. Gorilla's doing good things. Gorilla's doing good things. I, I, I will say that. Um, I don't know. I feel, I, like, I feel like Insomniac is the sleeper. Yeah, Insomniac well, is, is there, say- too. I think Naughty Dog is probably still the powerhouse just because they've been doing it the longest. And they, they have hits, whether they're... I mean, they're, Last of Us Part Two was still a hit, whether it was controversial or not, it was still a hit. Right. And Santa Monica, my argument with Santa Monica is, like, they were almost in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Santa Monica was in trouble until God of War. That's what saved them. And then Gorilla, I mean, made some very lackluster kill zone games. And then... <laughs> finally turn around with horizon so but yeah. i would say insomniac let's say you know naughty dog's game doesn't turn out or factions doesn't turn out insomniac is prime for the taking and this fact that they keep putting out games faster than anyone else yeah party you know lineup is incredible well then too with that though austin there's also a hidden beast that insomniac hasn't fully acknowledged yet and that is sunset overdrive we know that that's potentially in the works for a remaster, and we hope a sequel's coming. If Insomniac decided to blow the doors wide open and say, yeah, it's actually yeah. happening, here it is, I'd be, yeah. I just wonder how many games they're, they've got going on, because... Because aren't they doing... They, 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 got, they, got, they, got, going, they got two Marvel, they got they got two Marvel games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would assume that a Ration Clank game is probably going to be coming up again. I feel like I think they're going to go back to it. So either I, I, I think there's more, I think, I think we might get DLC for Ratchet and Clank. I think, yeah. I think they want to see how well this game performs. This first game performs on the PS five before they start like delving into like what, what's possible. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to get some DLC. And if anything with, I, I keep saying this with how, with how much everybody loves rivet. Like I, I swear yeah. I swear yeah. we we need we need more of that. Not saying yeah. rat not saying ratchet and clank is bad, but right. you can't just throw you can't just throw us a character that's so memorable and grows on us like Rivet did and and just leave her behind like that. Yeah. Laurent, I have a question for you though. Um do yes, you sir. think that Insomniac you know, last la, couple years ago, we got Miles Morales, right? And that was an amazing spinoff game from Spider-Man. Yeah. Because of the success of it, we know Miles Morales is in Spider-Man 2. Do you think we keep getting, though, Miles Morales spinoffs? Or do you think... I think so, I think so yeah. I, I, I do. I do. As a matter of fact, I have, I have a funny feeling that, you know, like, we're going to... Like eventually, well, is it what's going to happen is we're going to get alternating games, or eventually, like the Spider-Man brand will die, but Miles Morales will stay around because, like, I mean, the you can't you can't deny what Miles Morales did, you know, especially for the oh, PS Five yeah. launch. Uh, what happened, you know, like what was, you know, like it was also on PS Four, you know, but um, but 
They are, uh, but they're getting a co-venture in the next Spider-Man. But I feel, I do feel like more like there's, if anything, Miles Morales has one more game, one more standalone game, which would be like a full-fledged game, you know, like how the Marvel Spider-Man was, you know, back in 2018. See, I wonder if I wonder if Insomniac almost didn't hurt themselves a little bit with Miles Morales in the sense of that game is so great, but they've given Miles and Miles already had these powers to begin with in the comics and everything. Miles is such a more powerful character to play as. Yeah. Now when you play as Peter Parker, it's like, oh man, I don't have invisibility. I I don't have any of this stuff. Like I kind of need this. Like yeah, it's a different <laughs> villains and stuff like that, but. I think you get addicted to this, the play style of Miles Morales because the, the two games do play very differently in the sense yeah, of do. how they fight. I, I wonder I, if Marvel did actually. Go ahead, Austin. I think they'll actually have like the same upgrades this next game because you see both of them in the trailer. So I imagine that it could be like a Ratchet and Rivet situation where yeah. you're going to go they're into sharing, both they're of sharing them, powers, but they're sharing powers. Yeah. Um, and I actually think we'll get a Venom spinoff after that. That's my prediction. You can write it in the book. Well, all I know is uh, all I know is Insomniac is basically the Marvel arm for PlayStation for, for Sony for Sony Interactive yeah. Entertainment right now. So, give so, me an Iron Man game, now, please. <laughs> they had that game. It was a VR game. No, they tried. No, I don't care about the VR. I want I good Tony Stark game. And I and I don't, listen, I don't want some unless, boob playing him like an Avengers. <laughs> unless someone is giving me a resistance game, everything needs to stop. You know, Insomniac can focus on what's important. That's resistance. okay, Austin. Though, what if you Insomniac, got a really good? I feel like zone? Insomniac is the only company that can handle resistance. I mean, like these guys have the imagination when it comes to weapon technology. They, I, 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 I swear, you know. I swear, when you look at yeah. we we look at we, the fact that they had weapons that translated like from Ratchet and Clank into Resistance is just hilarious and amazing at the same time. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I I still I still stand by it. The fucking tracer weapon <laughs> in Resistance. <laughs> you didn't have to look at the enemy to shoot them. <laughs> That was like, uh, what was it? Was it was it uh, Black Ops Three that they or yeah, it was Black Ops Three when Call of Duty had that one specialty weapon where it would automatically aim for you and it was a dead hit every single time. Oh man, <laughs> oh. a game that already needed to be nerfed. All right, all right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our next news topic here. Uh, <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima sells eight million units. That's right, boys and girls. Ghost of Tsushima is in there. <laughs> You'd love it. Uh, this news also comes to us uh, from Corey Deering at BossRush.net as well as uh, Sucker Punch uh, Productions' uh, Twitter page. All right. So Sucker Punch has always made great experiences. We, uh, we've, we've seen the Sly Cooper trilogy on PS2, uh, which was a masterclass in platforming, while Infamous and Infamous 2 on the PlayStation 2 uh, – I'm sorry, PlayStation 3. My bad. <laughs> made the studio a household name with their unique and on and and open with their unique take on open world superhero games. See Logan, no matter how long you stay away, nothing's changed. I still get tongue tied on the simplest words. <laughs> <laughs> After Infamous Second you, Son and First Light at the launch of PS4, however, Sucker Punch decided to go in another and more unique and challenging direction. What fans received was nothing short of masterful and open world samurai. Uh, inspired game, which we all know as Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, 
The American-based developer took a huge risk in developing a game with another culture in mind, but showed that they could get they could design the game with great care and respect for the feudal Japanese culture, with uh, while taking some creative liberties for the sake of making a fun and interesting game. Even Jin Sakai, the main protagonist, uh, perfectly represented the samurai teachings of those times. Uh, some of the more prominent Japanese developers, like Yakuza creator uh, Toshihiro Nagoshi, uh, state how much they enjoyed the game as well. It seems more than a few people enjoyed Ghost of Tsushima uh, 2, as Sucker Punch announced this week, that their game sold more than 8 million units worldwide, making, a, making it a bona fide hit as a PlayStation exclusive. Stay tuned, boys and girls, because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come back to those eight million units real soon. Real soon here, a little later in the show. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima is available on PlayStation Four and on PS Five in its director's cut form. Also released last year was the Iki Island DLC expansion, uh, which is a brand new island adventure where players go from players to explore. Uh, so yeah, congrats, Sucker Punch. Eight million copies, like you, you, you got a hit on your hands, and uh, you know, Austin and I, we are continually sucking because we have not played the game yet. <laughs> we have not bought the game yet. Okay, okay. Uh, I went away for three months, and y'all still have not touched this game. Hey, we shame on you. Shame Austin, on you, cow. I mean, I guess Austin and I, I have too many games to play. Yeah, and also, why and also, I don't go to the gym. Austin, we can't. Wow. <laughs> Also, we came to an understanding when they when they announced like this this little this flim flam for the Ghost of Tsushima director's cut, where it was like you have to pay an extra twenty dollars. You know, we're like, you know what? We'll just wait for this sucker to go on sale. <laughs> yeah, and did it go on sale? No, <laughs> not really. I mean, that's oh, 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 but it will. It will. It will. <laughs> Give it nearly two years. I think it's actually been on sale. I think it's, I've seen it for I think five. I think it was on. Yeah, I think it was on sale. Though. I think it was on. Yeah. I think it was on sale right after Thanksgiving. And then, and then yeah, they, was and and they immediately unsailed. Like, and they immediately unsailed that, like, 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 not even like a few days later. Is that yeah. right? It's honestly one of those things where uh, that Days Gone, Ghost of Tsushima, and Last of Us Part Two is just like a time where I wasn't playing as many games. I was playing a ton on like Switch. I was playing a ton of like just like Call of Duty type games, and so I just missed yeah. so many games from. That's that's what there. happened with me. With I played Ghost a ton of, of Overwatch. The main thing that oh, happened with me with Ghost of you Shishima, were being Overwatch, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Sadly, we were we were playing Anthem too at the time. The main yeah. thing that uh, that that Overwatch. messed me up with Ghost of Tsushima is um, I have a I ha- I have a I had a base PS4 system and my PS4 was starting to act up so it was one of those situations where I was like mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and retire the system now because the PS5 was coming you know mm-hmm. so it was one of those things like like I can't remember the last time like like shoot like well I know I'd actively stopped playing my PlayStation when Monster Hunter World came to PC like I I I yeah, killed my PlayStation that. Plus subscription. You know, and there was really no reason to turn it on that much. You know, yeah, like God of War came out later, and Spider Man came out. You know, and I did play those, but you don't need PlayStation Plus for those. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but by the time Ghost of Tsushima came out, like my my PS4 was starting to act, act a fool, and I was just like, you know, it, it works, but you know, I was doing one of those one of those yeah. stupid ass things where like where like when it's in rest mode, it 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 would just turn turn stuff on and spit the disc out. <laughs> so I basically I basically just started unplugging it. It's just one of those things where it's like I was anticipating the PS5 at that time, and 
everything was just like i was trying to catch up on ps4 games and it just it's been put on the back burner i did i play i play a lot of games i just those three in particular like i just missed that window for whatever reason yeah yeah well as the person who actually played and beat the game uh, on this podcast it is phenomenal i i think they i think the great scheme of things like people people don't people don't talk about it enough right like I think like it says a lot, Austin. I don't know. And, I, I don't hear anyone shut up about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear it talked about all the time. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Yeah, my so apparently they don't. But I think it does say something too. Like Austin, you are as big of a PlayStation fan as I know, right? The fact that you haven't played it yet, mm-hmm. and I think like there is a lot of diehard Sony fans who haven't played it yet. This game could get a million or eleven million by the time that the second one comes out, right? Like that—that's possible. I think. Um, I think it will. I think it will, and I guarantee you, it's coming to PC. Yeah, it's coming to PC. It's coming yeah, to PC. I mean, yeah, it's coming. That to Sony PC. relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. I love the game. I, I thought the multiplayer stuff was awesome too. My my thing is my thing is I know when. Here's what I know for sure. Whenever I play this game, when whenever I buy this game. I'm going to have to commit to playing it right then and there because what's going to happen is a whole bunch of stupid shit's going to come out throughout the year and it's going to take my attention away. So whenever I get the game, I just have to make the commitment to play it immediately right then because because if I if I do like what I'm doing on Mass Effect uh, right now, like I'm never going to beat the game. I'm never going to beat the game. Laurent, let me ask you this: Um, you you appreciate open world games, right? I do. I do. Okay, you won't have to commit. The game will pull you in enough. It's gonna sucker you into making it a priority. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't hyped about it when it came out. I was kind of like, oh, it's an open world game. That's the only reason I'm buying it because we all know I'm a little bit, of, I'm, a, I'm a little slutty for an open world game made by Sony. Um, <laughs> I'm a little bit, a little loose with it. Um, that world, man, it's it's right up there with Horizon, as beautiful as it is, but it has so many mysteries behind it. And the story, I think it's the best story of that year, hands down. Like, it, it's right up there with God of War as far as storytelling and just the contrast of characters. And it respects Japanese culture and, and just Asian culture in general really, really well. Amazing representation throughout it. Oh, I know. Oh, I know I'm going to enjoy it. It's just, it's just like, I got it. I got strategically plan when I play it because, because you know it's not even it's not even it's not even a negative towards like the game and sucker punch and their work they put into it and stuff like that i just know how i am i get video game add especially when games i absolutely truly want to play come out at a certain time like you know like monster hunter pulls the rug out of so many other games because like i'm guaranteed to to like soak up 500 plus hours in a monster hunter game when i could have devoted 20 of those hours to beating this one game that you know like is one is uh, is an opus you know for its time and stuff like that it's just it's just weird and you know like um yeah see i gotta plan i gotta plan this properly because like the Callisto protocol might be coming out this year um and and if i buy ghost of tsushima and the Callisto protocol is like right around the corner i'm i'm sorry jen but you i'm not to put you down yeah well that's what now, <laughs> you sound like a 45 year old at an aa meeting like sorry jen i'm gonna have to put you down <laughs> Well, I'm at this impasse now where, like, I uh, was thinking about playing Death Stranding or Ghost of Tsushima, but then I was like, I have to finish it before February 22nd because Horizon will be... Horizon comes out, yeah. Horizon when it comes out. But that's why I was, like, trying to get Doom Eternal, which is a little shorter and I can knock out, and then, like, was going to jump into Mass Effect because I played it before. I could easily jump back in, but... 
I have to like plan out what small games I can knock out and like what games I can definitely return to in that time because once Horizon's out, it's over for every other game. It's over. So, for real. Yeah. I told my girlfriend, don't expect me around for like the three days that it takes me to beat Horizon. <laughs> yeah. I've got vacation time planned around it. My wife's birthday is around the time, so I gotta I gotta be quick about it if I'm gonna do that. We 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 are on a trip to St. Louis the weekend before we go to St. Louis. As soon as we get back, it's like I'm in Horizon mode. <laughs> Leave me. I'll I'll have room for one redhead in my life. <laughs> She's not a redhead. She's a blonde. <laughs> <laughs> eh. Is she blonde? Is she, or is she brown? No, she's definitely redhead. No. No, Christy's not a redhead. Oh, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about Aloy. Well, yeah. I mean, Aloy is a redhead, sure. Like, of course. I'm I'm saying I'm telling my wife I only have room in my Oh, one okay. <laughs> not talking okay. to your girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> Why is it always about you? <laughs> All right, we we can move on now. Jeez. <laughs> I thought we were really gonna have this argument though about Aloy being a redhead or a blonde. I'm like, wait, no, wait, are you I, serious? I, are you really messing with me right now? Do, do you remember I can like, pull the, like two I can years pull that I tried to convince out. you that I wasn't a redhead? Like, I remember Katie getting. Verbal with me on a podcast about no, you are freaking redhead. Stop pretending that you're not. Katie has been saying that you are not a redhead this whole time. You or whatever. Are the one I can't remember. Redhead. I am a redhead. You see, that's a no. You're a blonde. If that's the way you're thinking, I am not. Using <laughs> yourself. <laughs> All right, we gotta move on. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is what happens when I get you two in the same room. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. All right, so Twisted Metal Reboot is reportedly now in the works at a at a first party studio at Sony. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, this news comes to us from Michael Herodin's at, at PSU.com as well as Andy Robinson at Video Game Chronicle, Video Games Chronicle. All right, the upcoming Twisted Metal Reboot is reportedly no longer in development at Lucid Games. Uh, just so you know, Lucid Games, they were the studio that was behind Destruction, Destruction All-Stars. Um, but Sony has apparently, Sony Interactive Entertainment has apparently sh- decided to shift developers from one of its European first-party studios, Lucid Games, uh, who worked on Destruction All-Stars, and they are no longer involved in the project. Uh, while it is unknown who Sony is, why Sony has opted to change developers, Destruction All-Stars didn't exactly attract rave reviews, so the game's poor reception might have uh, might have contributed uh, to like this all, regardless. Uh, the Twisted Metal reboot is expected to uh, to arrive to coincide with the upcoming TV series in 2023, which I keep forgetting that there's a TV series happening for Twisted Metal. I keep forgetting about that. Um, everybody else. Uh, uh, just just in case you've been living under a rock for the past 27 years that PlayStation PS1 has been around. <laughs> Twisted Metal is a classic PlayStation franchise, and its creator, David Jaffe, who you might know for another 
wonderful PlayStation franchise called God of War, <laughs> uh, recently commented that, that he felt that Lucid Games wasn't a suitable developer to handle the revival due to Destruction All-Star's poor reception. He also revealed that he did play the game, and while he wasn't a big fan, he did enjoy what he experienced of the game. Uh, as of right now, Sony has yet to officially announce the new Twisted Metal game, uh, but we'll keep you posted. We also don't know who is actually handling the development of this game now. Of a hot take: this game uh, never actually comes out. You think you think it's not happening? I think it's going to get scrapped by the time they <laughs> like. They're going to give it off to somebody else uh, for a little while, but I think it ultimately gets scrapped. Uh, what makes do you think it's just going to be held to develop? I think it's going to be held to develop. I think too the audience has the audience for that game is becoming more and more limited. But two, they love the originals. I think Sony's going to realize honestly a game a game to kind of test this out on would be like Prince of Persia, right? Like Prince of Persia is coming out, and the first reactions to that trailer were not great. Wait, 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 hold on! I just realized is that game supposed to be out this month? It's supposed to be out. No, it's yeah, supposed to be out March. It's supposed to be out March. It got, it got delayed again. It got delayed <laughs> we again. Heard, we haven't heard shit about this game since that delay. <laughs> Yeah, because it keeps getting delayed. And again, but I think Sony's going to look at that and say, hey, you know what? Maybe we probably should just let this die. Damn damn you, Logan. You just remind me of another game that I have to buy this year. Prince of Persia. Because I'm getting that remake. I'm getting that remake. What, what about that? You want to play it? I do want to play it. <laughs> Man, that's, that's such, But again, though, that's such a limited audience. And again, with Twisted Metal, I think you're going to run the same issue. Is There's only a limited audience. It's going to take a ton to develop, and it's going to be more work than it's worth. I think Sony eventually scraps it. Okay, we're in the current era of remakes, reboots, and remasters. What makes you think that they were not going to remake these games that made them money hand over the fist? The minute that they put Lucid Games on the development. <laughs> All right. The so, second well, they well, did that, I was well, like, "This is never going to see the daylight." Well, hold on then, because because uh, uh, one of my follow up questions was, "Do you think Lucid Games could have handled the development of, of Twisted Metal?" Do you Absolutely think so? not. No. <laughs> you know, Destruction All Stars wasn't bad, but the problem was, is no one played it. No one played it. And that yeah, was, that was a really yeah bummer. Yeah. Um, however, I think it's going to be Sony Mon. Uh, Santa Monica or Gorilla. We know that they're working on multiple titles. Why not have another team working on Twisted Metal? Hmm. For Gorilla, I'm going to say because it's the kill zone. If it's a, well, I don't know if they're going to do kill zone. I think they're going to do a remaster. I, uh, I don't think they would just because no one cares. <laughs> And no one cares about Killzone more than Resistance. I'm telling you now. <laughs> if we're, any games are getting remastered, it's Resistance. And Bluepoint is going to do it because Bluepoint does great work. And they're wonderful people. So you think you think Bluepoint will handle the remaster, remaster of Killzone? No, Resistance. No, Killzone. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm no. sorry, Resistance. I'm sorry, I, I, don't know, I, I don't know why I said Killzone. Killzone's never happening. I don't think we'll ever get a Killzone remaster. I mean, uh, can you have? Do you have any fond memories of playing Killzone campaigns ever? Uh, the first one I do, yeah. Um, Killzone Liberation <laughs> was it Shadowfall? I don't, I don't, that's a stretch, right? Killzone, but Killzone Liberation was fun. Yeah. 
It's PS3. Oh, I, I remember. You know what? You know, I was. You know, there's there's something to be said about the PS3 era, like bad guys, because the 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 Chimera from Resistance, the Hell Gas from Killzone. <laughs> oh, do you remember the best one? There, Kevin Spacey in a, in Advanced Warfare. Yeah. Oh, Lord. all right. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was talking about first party. Okay, fine. <laughs> and by the way, by the way. I don't know if we plan on doing questions, Leron. We, we, but I have yeah. an answer that might help with this. Okay. Okay. All I right. want. Now they've already done a great job, and they're supposed to be working on a, a sequel to Dangerous Driving. Wait, wait, hold on, Refields hold on, and, then, hold on, then. Well, we yeah. might as well let, let yeah. me go ahead. Go ahead let me go ahead and introduce the up. segment right now. Then, all right. Well, all right. So that was all of our news topics for tonight. Uh, to get the scoop on. To get the scoop on all of tonight's topics, uh, links have been provided in our Twitch stream chat, so please go check them out. And then continue the conversation with us over on our Twitter page, at PS underscore Crossroads. We have heard from you guys out there, so it's time to read our only question for tonight from the audience. (laughs) All right, so uh, this question uh, tonight comes from from, – a gentleman by the name of Spetsnaz81, who, if you do not recognize that name, you may recognize the, his other name, which is Stoy, who is, who is a frequent uh, flyer here at Crossroads. Uh, Stoy asks us tonight, uh, what's one Sony, what's one studio Sony should pick up? And he also adds, if they really need to. So, uh, Austin, you said you had something for this? Yeah. Well, Dream World would be de- a devolver, but that's never happening. So <laughs> I could kiss that dream goodbye. But Three Fields Entertainment, they made Dangerous Driving, which was the Burnout 3 clone on PS4. Uh-huh. It was excellent for what it was, for the budget they had, for the team that they had. If Sony put some money behind it, those car physics, the crash physics, are going to be way better, and they can make a Twisted Metal game. They could. Okay. But okay. I would be okay if they just made Dangerous Driving games because that Dangerous Driving game was awesome. You put the Burnout 3 soundtrack on Spotify mm. while you're playing, and it's just like playing Burnout 3. I love it. Dude. Mm. The Three Fields Entertainment. Give me some of that Thanks, classic sir. yellow card right there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Logan, uh, is there a studio you have in mind that Sony should pick up next? Yeah, but this is like never gonna happen like like never 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 gonna happen because they've also relayed their foundation with uh, xbox recently ubisoft because ubisoft needs leadership and who could write this ship better than sony fix ubisoft for the love of god please please he does have okay. a good point it'd be cool he has if, a good like, point Either Xbox or PlayStation bought Ubisoft. No, yeah, absolutely. I'm okay with either. I feel like I feel like I feel like Microsoft would have a better would have a better shot with Ubisoft, Honestly, but, I, but Microsoft yeah. just got Zenimax okay with Bethesda. Nintendo buying them at this point. No, <laughs> no, no. Hey, I want say more goodbye, Mario Rabbit say games. Good, okay? say goodbye. Say goodbye to your Far Cry games. No, like here's the thing though. If they get, Ubisoft needs Cry leadership. They can never get a game out on time. And what the heck happened to Skull and Bones? And what happened to all these other games that like it could have been something to do? Where's Steep Two well, at? Well, well, we know we know Beyond Good and Evil got got hurt got hurt because uh, the guy the guy that was leading that 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 um that studio was was screwing the um and I literally and I mean that true too screwing the screwing the help. <laughs> How dare you, Joseph Gordon Levitt? <laughs> 
Oh yeah, hit record was a part of that, wasn't it? God, man. Uh, remember that E three? That was fun. Um, <laughs> okay, so just, every time I think of Beyond Good Evil two, I just think of like the monkey pig thing on the hoverboard going yeah. between ship and ship, yeah. and me thinking, what the? F- what is this game? What is it? <laughs> well, it's not yeah, even close okay. to what the first game was. Anymore. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not. No. Like somebody needs to just go into Ubisoft and say, "Hey, you you have really good ideas. The execution's bad. Riders Republic is a prime example, right? They had mm-hmm. the mechanics from Steep that they could use for the winter stuff. That's awesome, and they had a pretty good idea for the BMX stuff. The problem was is the awkward transitions to go from snow to summer. Make a summer version of Steep. Make a winter version of Steep. Like that works. We I would play that." Like, clearly, BMX and extreme sports games still do well. Tony Hawk had amazing sales. Um, skate, what is it, Skate 4 that like, got announced recently? Uh, or, like, a year ago? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, which, imagine EA buggy mess now. Imagine making another skate game. <laughs> where that's God. the whole point of the game is the bugs. It's going to be even worse. I, I want... I want Sony to make a if Sony if Sony needs to buy a studio or buy a comp or buy a development company, Sony needs to make an honest stab at trying to get freaking Konami. Yeah, that was yeah. my other dream thing. Like Konami, Devolver. I mean, those are the big ones. I was trying to pick a small one that was possible. I mean, but. I mean, I mean, you know what? And here's the thing about it: so all Sony has to do is buy their video games arm. They can let them keep the pachinko and the and the electronic oh, games yeah. section. They can let they Konami can keep that. You know, uh, yeah. just like just like how like back in the day, Konami had three branches. You had K Set, you had KCEJ, and you had uh, Konami Computer Entertainment, which is basically like the West, which is like North and South America and stuff like that. Like, shoot, like just go ahead and say, hey, we're going we're going to take Konami Computer Entertainment, and you guys can keep K Set and K and KEJ. <laughs> no one <I'm> does. <laughs> We have loot boxes. We don't need your pachinko machines. <laughs> <laughs> Buy Pop Agenda so we can get another bug snacks. Hey, I'd be okay. I mean, I'm not. I'm not, I, we I don't getting bug snacks DLC. That's yeah, we're getting awesome. DLC. Yeah, we're getting yeah. DLC. But I want a second game too. All right. We're gonna go ahead and move on because uh, it's our it's it, we you know it's the big topic. I've I've been waiting for this all night. Yeah. I I I, yeah. I want to I I want to talk. <laughs> He's okay. so giddy, people. Right. By the way, anytime I hear Jeff Ross, I do not think of this. I think of Jeff Ross, the the uh, the comedian, the roastmaster general, the insult comedian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, all right. By the way, so, he, I would like, oh, Jeff Ross is a douche. I'm like, I like Jeff Ross. I have to think about what Jeff Ross is. Great. I watched Bumpin' Mike's the other night because of him, because of uh, Bob Saget's death. And Bob Saget did Bumpin' Mike's with him and David Tell for a little bit. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, one of the best specials on Netflix. Check it out. All right. All right. So if you want it, if you want your question read on the show, tweet us at PS underscore Crossroads or email us at crossroadspspod at gmail.com. Um, or just actually no, we you can no longer hit us up on the on the on the Boss Rush Network Discord. Uh, like some things have changed over there, so you can still be a part of the Discord. You just can't uh, you just can't like hit us up on there anymore like that. <laughs> All right, now we're gonna go ahead and roll into our big topic for the for the evening because, like I said, I want to talk. I want to talk about this, and um, and I feel like you guys want to talk about this too. So mm-hmm. um, so I. I 
I'm so happy with with the way I named this segment, and that it, it, the name tonight's big topic. Tonight's big topic uh, name is <laughs> when your game isn't getting recognition, or better known as why won't Jeff Ross shut the fuck up? Uh, all right all right so just follow along with me here uh what whatever sony interactive entertainment wants out of its of its bend oregon studio better known as sony bend it isn't going to be another days gone nor is it going to be i'm sorry austin a reboot of resistance follow man at least not from at least not from sony bend at least not from sony bend yeah Jeff Ross, who was the former Sony Interactive Entertainment Ben Studio director, uh, and also and also credited as being the director for 2019's uh, Days Gone, uh, took the, recently to David Jaffe's uh, live stream this past Thursday, a day after tweeting some sales figures for Days Gone that later came into question. Regardless of the numbers, Ross intimated that Days Gone was toast because it had been judged not a hit by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Uh, it, by Sony Entertainment or the Greenlighters that would that would fix it, and I'm sorry, the Greenlight Givers were fixated on games that are actually a hit. Now, I will say this: as a guy who played like a few hours of Days Gone, I think it I think it was a hit. It just wasn't it just wasn't a hit that I don't know. Maybe Jeff Ross wasn't was thinking it was going to be. I'm pretty sure it was not the hit that Sony thought it was going to be. So yeah, there's that. Um, uh, speaking with Jaffe, Ross, Ross said it was clear that a Days Gone sequel was a non-starter and there was nothing in the pitch that made the local manager and his boss feel good about it. <clears throat> this remark followed the tweet in which Ross suggested that Days Gone sales after a year mirrored Ghost of Tsushima's <laughs> after the, at, the, at the same span with the latter uh, praised as a hit and, a, and the former scorn. Okay, so the reason why I'm bringing this up now is because is because Ross had a, Ross had a basically like a hot take <laughs> recently recently on on Twitter, and in that take, he's uh, and this comes after this comes after uh, uh, Game Informer's report that Ghost of Tsushima hit a milestone of eight, over eight million copies sold. Uh, Jeff Ross made a quote tweeted. Uh, basically saying at the time at the time I left Sony, Days Gone had been out for a year and year and a half and a month, <laughs> and sold over eight million copies. It's since gone on to sell more, and then a million plus on Steam. Uh, local studio management always made us feel like it was a big disappointment. Hashtag Days Gone. Hashtag PlayStation. I can I, I I'm just gonna call I'm just gonna name this the the tweet heard around the world because basically when this tweet came out, man, everybody had something to say. <laughs> everybody had something to say. And it just and honestly it just it just felt like the salt factory was just working overdrive for this dude by by this point. After other after other game press picked up uh, picked up on the claim, uh, developers and publishers uh, discussing hard figures are Okay, here's something to note. Developers and publishers, when they discuss hard sales figures, it's a it's rare. It's it's rare because it's hard to actually get true numbers. You know, like if numbers are being if numbers are being boosted off of 
I think one of the biggest metrics as far as PlayStation sales go is how many people are hitting hitting achievements on it. You know, I think that's the mm-hmm. biggest way of saying how many sales you had. That's bona fide sales. You know, you know, and that number is barely skewed because like we live in a day and age now where like you know like not a lot of people are buying. I mean, there's a good majority of people buying games on discs and stuff like that. So yeah, I could Austin, I could loan you my copy of Days Gone if I had a copy of Days mm-hmm. Gone, but I could loan you my copy of Days Gone, and technically you can start getting trophy data, and technically the number can get skewed that you know two copies of that game has been bought. You know, even though technically right. we're playing off of one copy, digital sales actually are a better metric. But you know, then again, you can have was it three PlayStations registered under your account? I think so. I, I I think your I think your PSN can be tied into three three systems at one time. So you know it's still a hard metric to go on and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, Ross Ross would tell Jaffe that he came from uh, that that his sales figures came from a now defunct website called GameStat, which tracked PlayStation trophy data. Ooh, oh, I, I mean, I just I just said that. <laughs> All right, though Ross still says Ben's internal telemetry and the GameStat data were substantially the same, it's possible that used copies, players who got the game for free on PlayStation Plus and other distribu- distribution factors were, were factored in. At any rate, <laughs> Ross felt that Days Gone's unappealing Metacritic scores meant no sales numbers, no sales numbers would get Sony, uh, Sony's approval uh, for a sequel. Uh, he also he, he would go on to say it's very obvious that we should be talking about Days Gone that we shouldn't be talking about Days Gone when we were working on the on the pitch. I don't really know what that what that statement means, but whatever. He was quoted as saying that during the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Ross has also claimed that that the departure of Sony's Sean Layden killed any chances of of seeing a sequel to the open world zombie title. I do know this. I, I do know that Sean Layden, he definitely loved Days Gone. I do know that. But mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know how I feel about Sean Layden being the only factor for why this game would have got off the ground. You know what I mean? Um, I, I see what he means just by when he that quote that you read, that he's saying that when they were pitching, don't mention Days Gone because that just leaves a sour foot, like Oh, is that oh is that what and it means? So they yeah. would just not bring it up. They would just bring it up. But okay. I can see like I feel like Sean Layden was kind of like, and this is honestly this is kind of where I'm worried about Sony just being straight up honest. Is like Sean Layden was kind of the last guy that was like, screw it, Sony, let's just do what we want. Let's make games that we want to make, and let's not worry about what the critics say if we have a fail. Like. Today, Sony would never make a, a David Jaffe drawn to death game. But hmm. even though it's probably best that they wouldn't do that because <laughs> Drawn to Death was not a good game, it was still cool to see that game being made. And that game was interesting. It was different. But we've seen with like Destruction All Stars um, and that, what is that, Arcade Again or whatever, it's like all yeah. looks about the same. Anytime they try something new, like a new idea, it's still with like the Fortnite-type skin on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they want focus on Last of Us and God of War and Horizon because those are the big knockouts. It seems like they want to be... They don't really care about sales at this point. I mean, they do care about sales at this point, but they want to be have an elite class of games. And I feel like maybe that's why Days Gone just didn't get that because it was it was a seven or an eight at the most. You know, that's mostly what everyone was saying. 
um, which is still good, by the way. Actually, actually, a eight's a, eight, and eight's a damn good score. Yeah, like I definitely plan on playing Days Gone eventually. It's one of those games that I missed out on, but um, you know, I. I think I think Sean Lee leaving probably did have something to do with it, mm-hmm. um, and it sound. I mean, from what I can tell, it took them so long to make Days Gone. Sean Lee had been may have been the one sticking up for that studio period while they were making Days Gone because I mean it was a long time between uh, Uncharted. Uh, what's the what's this what's the Vita game? Uh, Golden Abyss. Golden Abyss. Yeah. So so it was a long time between Golden Abyss and. And days gone. Well, so let me who ask. Who knows what Sean Layton was doing? Well, let me. Well, let me ask you this then. Do you? Because mm-hmm. we. Okay, I don't know. Like it, it's, it's hard to make some comparisons here because yeah, like uh, like 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 Sunny Ben was the Siphon Filter company. They were, and Siphon Filter mm-hmm. wasn't bad. weren't weren't bad games, you know. But I do remember hearing this guy bitch about how like you know the piracy on the on the PlayStation on the PSP. Had something to do with that, and yeah. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, dude, your game sold decently. Your game sold decently. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. nobody had the PSP. That was the, that was one of the main problems. Nobody owned a PSP. Like, do you know? Do you know how? Do you know how hard I had to talk my friends into buying a PSP just to play Monster Hunter with me? Like, nobody, yeah. nobody had a PSP. So you know. Um, now that being said, do you think the problem with do you think the problem with Sony Ben was the fact that they were just they just never they just by the time they got the days gone, their opportunity to show what they were what they were really about had kind of passed. Do you think that's what it is? I think it's that, and I think that when everyone, all their studios, like their main studios, are firing on all cylinders and hitting banger after banger after banger, you not showing up to the plate and taking longer than everyone else really just kind of puts you in a class of its own where it's like, there you go. We don't know what the direction is for this company or this studio in particular, and it sounded like they didn't really care for the leadership of the studio. It's no diss to Jeff Ross. Like I, I personally have no problem with Jeff Ross saying this stuff. Just like I have no problem with like athletes or musicians yeah. or anyone talking about their art. Like I have no problem with them talking whatever they want to talk about. The only thing that kind of sucks is they kind of took he kind of like used the Ghost of Tsushima's success to kind of like throw in his thing right yeah there. that was yeah. the only thing that was like that's kind of it's kind of a shitty thing to do but yeah i i have no problem with what he's saying in in any of this i mean when, that's that's his belief i was on i was on the exp cast uh over, over the weekend mm-hmm. and we we also talked about this topic and the one thing i did say is like i cannot fault the guy for having pride in his work i don't i don't ever want anyone even if you make a steaming pile i don't ever want you to not take pride in your work because you know what mm-hmm. and you know depending on depending on what your steaming pile is you know like it's probably it, you probably put your blood sweat and tears into making it and stuff like that so you know if the public if the public doesn't like it you know still take pride in the fact that you did it because guess what you're doing you're doing something that 90 percent of everybody else cannot do in the first damn place and you definitely stand up for yourself in that now where i now where the whole shut the fuck up thing comes comes about in my in the whole title of this thing is like dude pick and choose your battles like you know like because here's what here's what here's what i think will happen like he's going to wind up moving from company to company, you know, and over time he's going to wind up getting that reputation as he's going to be the crybaby when he doesn't, when something doesn't go his way yeah. or when, because, you know, like at the end of the day, 
companies worry about their profitability and their bottom line and stuff like that. You know, you bring companies bring on talent, you know, you know, based off of what they can bring to like the stock profile or whatever the other company that they're in and stuff like that, you know, and it's going to get to a point where like people aren't going to want to take a chance on this guy because there's going to be that possibility that this guy, if he, if he brings out something that hurts the company, He's gonna he's gonna just go ahead and go on a tir- on a tirade about how like everything was stacked against him, like he's literally getting in his own way right now with all this bullshit. To to some extent, though, but I agree what he said that um, as soon as Sean was gone, Days Gone was gone. Uh, was Days Gone was dead. I agree because when Sean Layden left. Sony was turning the book. We were getting, we knew that a new era of Sony was going to happen because exclusives were going to become even more vitally important. At the time, Game Pass was just coming up. Mm-hmm. So we're getting a little bit of that console war. But now Sony has to establish that, hey, we are still the number one console. And here's the exclusives. Remember, at the time Days Gone came out, God of War was in, was, had been teased already at uh, E3. Um, uh, that, that was an amazing teaser there horizon was about to come out we knew insomniac was working on spider-man and we knew spider-man looked like it was going to be something really worth loving i think sony realized that and i actually ghost of tsushima had just started development and and sony was already getting high on that too when layton left it was if you are not a if you 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 look at any of those exclusives that came out in that era right any any of those characters could be the poster child for Sony of that era, right? Kratos mm-hmm. has been the poster child. So has Aloy. So has Spider-Man. And they've all been featured in the promos and stuff like that. Days Gone has never been that because they realized the story wasn't good enough. And the story wasn't good enough, but I 100% agree with him when he says Layden killed it because Layden was the one pushing that. I remember an article from IGN, and I <clears throat> I would love to say that this came out in like 2016, of Layton, I, I, I remember. I remember reading it too. Like he was like their biggest cheerleader. I remember exactly. That too. And if you don't have that person standing up in front of the board and saying, "Hey, we need to give Ben another chance here," I see something special. Layton was very well respected. We know that. We know that he was loved. Layton was loved not only by like the executives; he was loved by the audience. Right? He was that guy who felt like he actually understood gamers and understood what we wanted. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree with with everything Jaffe and and or I, I, I 100% agree with everything Ross said. When Layden left, Days Gone got killed. And Days Gone was never going to get a sequel though. I I think even if Layden stayed, it was never getting a sequel. I the yeah, story I, I, just I, wasn't there. I agree too. I agree too. Like uh, it just it just wasn't enough. And and here's the other thing that's here's the other thing that was going against them. Like they they announced Days Gone 3 years before the game actually showed up and they announced it and then we didn't see anything else in this game again until game informer got like the uh got like the front page like the like the like the cover story for it and that was like and that was two weeks before the game came out i i hate to say it just like how just like how like like bioware screwed up with mass effect andromeda they kept showing us the same like making of shit when you show us nothing you know after you announce it like here I'm never, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna try to be a wizard at marketing video games. But what I know is, when you announce a game, 
when you announce a game, you give us enough information about your game, you know, while you're developing your game. You know, I don't know the timetable, what the best timetable is for, for like when you should release new tidbits in your game and stuff like that. Uh, but look at some of the most popular games out there. Shit, shit, Spider-Man came out in 2018, right? We only heard mm-hmm. one announcement for that game. We only heard one announcement, but that game came out fast as fuck when it, when it did, when it, after it got announced, you know, and stuff like that. You know, certain games, I guess they do need more time to heat up and things like that. But, you know, while they're heating, while, while they're simmering to their nice little boil or whatnot, you need to make sure that you're giving us something because, because like announcing your game in an E3 and everybody's thinking, oh, it's the new, it's the new Last of Us. And then Last of Us 2 comes out a year and a half later, and this is not the game that everyone thought this was. They're like, what was that other game about? You've already, you have already kind of screwed up right there. Yeah, see, I, I agree with that. I think, though, too, Sony missed their mark with Days Gone because it was, it was a polluted genre that was dying anyway. Zombies weren't huge when Days, when Days Gone came. Like, you had this... Austin, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it was Black Ops 1. That was when the first zombies came to Call of Duty, right? No, no, it was it was, it was before it was, it was World of War, yeah. Okay, World of War. There was a huge surge in zombie stuff because of that Left for Dead uh, and Left for Dead Two had just come out like a little bit before that too. So you were having these zombie games, uh, but the the hype was dying off, right? Like you couldn't do much else with that. There's not really zombie storytelling that you can do, and and, and Telltale had just been working on The Walking Dead and all the that Walking good stuff. Walking Dead like, series, like they did, which was, like six chapters of that game. Six chapters of that, which was phenomenal. Yeah. If if the game came out what it was originally slated to, I think it would have been a bigger success. Honestly, I think we would be talking about a sequel. The problem was it didn't. And then two, with Sony, they either take one of two routes with new IPs. They either over-explain everything. I think Horizon fell a little bit victim to that because I was at E3 in 2016 in LA where they were walking us through the demo of how to override a Strider. And they were like, and they were telling us all this great stuff. And that was really, really cool. But I think they overdid it a little bit. Like, we didn't need to know all this stuff about the world. Like, let us experience that in game. With Days Gone, they showed us the one trailer of this guy riding a motorcycle, getting attacked on the rooftop. And we kept seeing that at Paris Games mm-hmm. Week. We kept seeing that at Tokyo Game Show. We saw that at E3. It was the same thing over and over again. Yeah, we had yeah. no idea what that story was. We had no idea going in. And you have to get people hooked mm-hmm. on the story and the idea. And really, you have to get them hooked on the world to get them to buy a new IP. And that's where Sony really fell. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Jeff Ross, if you really want to get back at Sony, just uh, go to Microsoft and sell your next game and, and make a f- and make a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you'll get right back at Sony. That's yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you, yeah. like the best, like the best way, the best way you get back at any company that you leave is to go is to go on and achieve greatness, greatness at one of their rivals. Hey, Microsoft, buy Days Gone. Yeah. That's easy. Well, they can't, the do, that. They can't do that. They can't I know, do that. I know. I know. I know. I know. Could All you right. imagine what if what if Sony's like? We care so little about Days Gone that we're selling we're gonna... to Microsoft. <laughs> do you know? Do you know how? see, Microsoft kind of did that though too. Do you do you? I was about to say, do you know how embarrassing that would be for Ross at this point? <laughs> That would fantastic. be like the biggest slap in the face. Oh, yeah, you know, well, you know, oh, oh, I can see it now. I can see it now. Honestly, Sony, Sony sells, Sony puts the IP up for sale, like, like puts the license up for sale and everything. And you know, like I guarantee you, the other, the other developers, the other company, the other publishers are gonna be like, uh, what's wrong with this? 
And then he does a big interview with Colin, uh, Colin Moriarty, where it's just a tell-all podcast, and uh, we all just get a sip of tea for a while. Well, we are actually getting that. Colin Moriarty is going to be interviewing Jeff Ross. We're going to get more tidbits. And Colin, <laughs> Colin tends to dig in deeper and ask and hold no no questions. So I'm very excited for that interview. Uh, sacred David Jaffe's a friend. David Jeffy's oh, no. David Jeffy's kind of nice, but Colin Moriarty will ask the questions. Well, he because he's going to ask. It's it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. When, Austin, let me know when this goes live. I need to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you the link. Oh, it, it's, I need. Probably, I need. Like, I. It's actually probably going to be tomorrow. Either Colin tomorrow. has low key become the Joe Rogan of video game podcast, though. <laughs> like he really has. He when he got. Uh, Vince Ingenito. I was like, wow. He's Ooh, yeah. he's just going at it. He's going after it. So I still good honor, man. I still love right. his stuff from the kind of funny breakup. <laughs> so just uh since so you go ahead and wrap this up real quickly. Okay. Ross Ross are going to leave Sony Ben studio at the end of 2020. But before leaving, uh, he said word came down that maybe he and his studio should consider rebooting Siphon Filter. The stealth shooter whose last appearance on consoles came in 2007. Uh, Ross said he felt that the studio, the studio's senior leadership was just tossing this out to get their minds off of days gone, of doing days gone to. There you have it. It's accurate. It's accurate. You know what? You know, you know what? They hmm? would have had no problem had they had stopped, you know, not wasted their time making days gone and just made resistance. But no. No one listens to me. You heard it first, Austin. Austin with his with his number one analysis of the of the industry. Yeah. I remember why I left for three. Just make resistance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're about to wrap up the show, but real quickly, uh, this is this is kind of a rumor control, but at the same time, it's just it's just more of an FYI. Uh, the yeah. next PlayStation event could be set for January or for February. For February, I'm, mm. that that is a that's a rumor. You can read about it everywhere, but we got this source from PSU.com via Adam Byrne. Uh, so uh, so yeah, just um, just know this. It looks like it looks as if we may be gearing up for a PlayStation event in coming in February. Uh, that is the murmurings heard by writer and reputable tipster Tom Henderson turns out to bear fruit. Uh, speaking on Twitter, Henderson mentioned that the current rumor is that Sony's next event looks like it may be in February, and it has the potential to be a quote pretty big one. Pretty big one. Can I make a prediction? I can hear that about all of them. But <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, the good. Well, the well, the cool thing about this is that this this tracks as February is typically when Sony opts to put some of his major some of his big state bigger state of plays out there. Uh, last year, we had the Final Fantasy VII remake in- integrate and Sifu were both revealed alongside the confirmation that Oddworld Soulstorm was releasing. And I'm sorry for everybody that you know they got that game. You know, it was free, but nice. I, it was free. I'm, but I'm sorry for everyone that got that game. It, it did not live up to what we what we wanted it to be i'm sorry no no it wasn't <laughs> yeah so that was a real quick rumor control for you guys right there uh but one 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 fast one real fast question for you guys what would you like to see at sony's next event should it should it be happening in february dare i Owen? say it say it give me resistance god <laughs> nah, dang it, <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> 
Do I need to even say it? I would Austin. honestly though. Well, here's 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 another for sure. Austin, we're gonna bro up so hard if whenever resistance anything is announced, if it's a reboot or if it's a remaster, oh. we're we're gonna bro up so hard though. Like I oh, I I feel like I feel like I feel like the resistance series got the shaft. I really do. <laughs> it's it's a shame. It's a it's a real shame. Um Honestly, though, I would love to just see anything. I would love to see some indie stuff. I really want to see PlayStation put indies at the forefront again, if that yeah. can be anything we do. I mean, we're going to get Horizon closer look. We're going to get probably some VR stuff, I assume. Might be getting the VR price point and all that. You know what I You know what I really want? You know what I really want? I really want really? them this. I really want them to say PlayStation Now is folding into PlayStation Plus. I want them to. Yeah. I want them yeah. to commit that to awesome. that. I want them to commit yeah. to that. Things happen. Yeah. Uh, we need That's that Ragnarok uh, gameplay. Ragnarok. Well, we just had Ragnarok gameplay. We need more. <laughs> I don't know. Just give me all the Ragnarok. See, I, 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 I'm terrible at predicting stuff now because, like, I don't, I, I have no idea what's coming. Like, I, I, I love the wow factor of being like, wow, I didn't know this is coming. I, I, okay, I love so there's, there's the, I, I think this is too soon because I realistically think it's happening in April, but Horizon DLC. I mean, we know it's going to happen. So, you think do they're going to do Horizon here? DLC? You, you think they're going to roadmap Horizon that fast? I think it would. Oh yeah. April? Oh yes. I mean, oh, I, yes. it's yeah. gorilla. It's gorilla. This the DLC's already been like, done. Like we're, and made. Like we're gonna have we're, we're gonna have a state of play, and they're gonna be like Horizon Forbidden West is coming out next week. But get ready because we have DLC coming for the game that's not even out yet. Come on now, oh, I'm no. not gonna do that. Wait, okay, you can download the DLC now before the game even comes out. <laughs> get your CD passes <laughs> ready. Frozen Wild, what, what did yeah. Frozen Wilds get announced? Like two months after? Yeah, it was it was like a month or two. Maybe, maybe you're right. Don't maybe, maybe, I, I don't remember though. I mean, hold on. The complete edition of Horizon. The complete edition of Horizon came out like a year later. So. Right, but the, but the, but Frozen Wilds was out though before that. Okay, because it was out like three months before, and then Christmas time they came out with the complete edition. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll Austin Austin and I we'll keep track of it. We'll 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 let you know if um, you're, you're right. Side note though, like, could you see? Could could this be where we see Ghost of Tsushima coming to PC? Like, could that could that be where that announcement happens? Uh, it's a little too. Uh, I, th- I feel like it's a little too early. I, I, like, I think it's a little too early too. I, I, but... I, feel like the, I feel like these. I feel like these games have a cooldown of like two years before they show up on PC. That's what. That's the way I feel. It's close I to that, isn't it? That they want to uh, say, "Hey, our PlayStation only games are on PC at a PlayStation event." Yeah, like that's fair. That for like yeah. Years. Yeah, yeah no, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think a state of play would. I don't think a state of play would be where they roll it out. I, 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 I think they're keeping the state of play as consistent with like actual content on PlayStation. I would like to see Last of Us factions. That'd be awesome. I'm waiting for that game. But Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm really DLC. waiting for uh, Last of Us Part Two yeah. to be on PS5 to get that PS5 update. And uh, yeah, before I play it. Guardians of the Galaxy DLC or Guardians of the Galaxy is coming to Avengers. Why would Square please wait? Would Square Enix like announce that at? I don't think Square Enix they, would announce that though. At um, they would wait. do something with yeah, yeah. Expe- especially if it was coming to Avengers, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I guess I guess I that tracks. To to Avengers. 
Don't go to Avengers. Galaxy in Avengers. Apparently, Avengers still has a year left of content. We have no idea what that looks like. Mm. Who cares? <laughs> Spider-Man wasn't the whole... completely horrible to use. <laughs> Uh, wait, aren't it wasn't we, great. Aren't we? Wait, wait. Spider Man finally happened. Good. What? Yeah, Spider Man. Spider-Man happened. Yeah. It, it had yeah. no story. It had no story to it. That was. Uh, now, Black Panther was phenomenal. I will 100% stand up for that. The Black Panther uh, DLC was fantastic. I would rather just have a Black Panther game at this point, though. Let Insomniac right? do it. Let right? Insomniac, ooh, Insomniac. <laughs> Insomniac is basically that'd be awesome. Insomnia, Insomniac is basically the Marvel studio for uh, for for Sony right now. So just let them have it. Yeah, but do you know let the one mistake they made though is like so far the games aren't connected. Like I want an MCU in video game form. I mean, yeah. that's not going to happen unless like one. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. Only work yeah. on it. But Disney, Disney has all because Disney has all spread out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but like, it's, not, at least it's, not just showing, it's not just showing up in one place. Like that's the thing about it. Yeah, that's I mean, what's like, cool though is if they ever decide, like, hey, we want to do a Marvel universe, Insomniac's got to be the front runner. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. They they haven't let you down yet. Yo, do you? Yo, look, 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 you know what? Let's 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 do this right now, and then we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show. Okay. They do it. They do it. MCU game. It's got to be an MMORPG. It's got to be an MMORPG, but it's got to be more action based than like 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 League like what was that League of Heroes or what, yeah. what was that? It's got to be. It's got to be something a little more static than that. So, in all honesty, like take the action that we see in Guardians of the Galaxy and the Spider Man games, and and make that make that like a core focus. Honestly, copy Monster Hunter. <laughs> Just copy that. <laughs> Give me a game. You know what I want though out of the MCU? I want a really good Ant Man game because, like, that can be a fun character to play yeah. as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's poten- there's potential for it, but have Insomniac do it. They they seem to be the pros at it. Hey, where do we think? Where do we think they're going with Wolverine? Like, what story do we think they're being? I I don't know. I, I really don't know. As an X-Men fan, I really couldn't tell you. I, I don't know if they're going to go the old man Logan route or if they're going to go like – if they're going to go until a time where like he's basically disassociated himself with the X-Men and you know just doing his own thing. I doubt mm-hmm. it's going to be like an X-Men I, – I, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be an X-Men title though. Like it's, no. it's, going, to be him be, it's going to be him being a loner. Yeah. We, just, we just don't know what phase of his life – of uh, what, what loner phase of his life that's going to be. Insomniac could be the way that we get a Fantastic Four game too, and I would actually love to see that. Yep, yep. There is that. Um, yep. All right. Well, um, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this uh wrap this show up because uh, we had a lot of fun tonight. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. So that's our that's our show, everybody. Uh, as always, I'd like to give a big thanks to you for tuning in to Crossroads PlayStation Podcast. Uh, thank you very much, Logan, for for joining us tonight. Uh, we we love you. We appreciate you. We miss you, man. Uh, you know, before we head out, here's how you can uh, connect with the crew. Uh, Logan, you're our guest. Go first. So yeah, follow me on Twitter at Logan Corkins or check out my brand new project, Talking Head. It's available on Twitch, Talking Head Podcast, or just follow Talking Head Pod on Twitter. All right, awesome. You can find me at PlayStawson on Twitter, Instagram, and you can catch me in the Discord, Bosch's Discord. You need to check us out. 
so we can continue the conversation. Talk about resistance. <laughs> yeah. Hells yeah. Hells yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> As always, you can find me everywhere at XS803, EXODUS803. That's on social media, Twitch and YouTube. Uh, also, my gamer tag for PlayStation Network and, uh, and Xbox Live. Uh, just find, find me there. Uh, Wednesday nights, I am part of the crew for the Boss Rush Podcast. Wednesday nights at 8 p- 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Boss Rush Network. And a uh, quick reminder, Crossroads now has a merch store where you can get all of, all of our all of your merch including t-shirts, ball caps, mugs, stickers, hoodies, more, leggings, socks, you know, you know deal. Uh we got to talk to Corey and see about getting underwear. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I would do that. Would if you want space on it, sure. If you want to rep your love for uh, for Crossroads PlayStation Podcast, head over to red, redbubble.com/bossrushnetwork and check the store uh, store tab on our website. Uh, so there you go. Um, and in the wrap-up section, let's see. What's going on over at Boss Rush Network right now? Let's see. Brad Melville asks us, which superhero needs their own video game in the January 10th edition of, of the Boss Rush banner? Um, also, uh, our man Shane Kelly <clears throat> serves up a retro review of, uh, of 2018's A Way Out from Hazelight Studio. You know that that little that little teeny tiny studio that brought us the award-winning uh, game It Takes Two this past year. Yeah, those guys. <laughs> and lastly, Ed, Cor- Ed's favorite game. Oh yeah, Ed's Ed's favorite game, favorite game. <laughs> <laughs> lastly, Corey tells us all about Bungie. Uh, Bungie currently hiring for an unna- unannounced project. All that and more can be found over at BossRush.net. So head over there and check out more editorials and shows from our ever-growing family of creators and contributors. If you like to talk about games, sports, food, actually, just instead of going through all that, just know we have a BossRush Network network Discord. Like, just uh, links in the chat. Check it out. Um, as always, you can chat with us, keep the conversation going by hitting us up on Twitter at PS underscore Crossroads, dish on more news, events, and topics while we're getting ready for the next installment of Crossroads, the PlayStation podcast. Uh, this has been episode 65 of Crossroads. Please come back. Join us next week for another episode of the PlayStation podcast you guys love. That is Crossroads. Uh, the Boss Rush, the Boss Rush Games family wants you all to go out, have a great night, play games, be better. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe. COVID is not discriminating at this point. So just do what you got to do. Take care, y'all. Peace. Signing off.